Greetings and Shalom Mishpacha. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, you're in for a treat today. It was just on my heart to share with you guys uh, the homeschooling portion with my children when we are in the scriptures. So yesterday, it was on my heart to go through the Bible alphabetically with my children. And for those of you that are homeschooling your children, this may be something that you want to do as well, okay? So anyway, family, that's what this is. I'm going to um, allow you guys to listen in as we go through uh, the first book on the roster, and this is the book of Amos. So if you go and use the TS 2009 translation of the scriptures, which is the translation that I, um, that's my go-to translation when I'm using the version app, it starts you off in the book of Amos. Hallelujah, yada Yahuwah. So, okay, family, but before we get into this reading, family, I would like to share the daily prayer provided in the Sefer. So I'm going to ask my children to please repeat with me when I read, okay? Um, And yeah, let's give it all we got. Ready? Yeah. All right. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, forever and ever. For giving us the spirit of Allahim by the spirit of Messiah. Baruch Yahuwah Hamevarek Laolam Vayed Ashad Natan Lanu Haruach Alahayim Beharuach Mashiach Amen Okay, let's get into the chapter. So here we go. Amos chapter one, starting in verse one. The words of Amos, who was among the herdsmen of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Yasharal in the days of Uzziah, sovereign of Yehuda, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Yoash, sovereign of Yasharal, two years before the earthquake. And he said, Yahuwah roars from Zion, and he gives forth his voice of his voice from Yerushalayim, and the pastures of the shepherds shall mourn, and the top of Carmel shall wither. So one of the questions that I asked my children was, what is a herdsman? Because we want to make sure our children are understanding what we're reading to them, not just hearing the words, okay? So Joshua, can you tell us what is a herdsman? A herdsman is a person that you know guides the herds, the animals, the like the sheep, the lambs, the goats, the you know. Amen. You got it. You got it. Okay. So then we also looked up the definition. Okay, and I'm going to share the definition of herdsman with you guys. Let me type it in. Can I say it? Will it pick it up? Here's the definition of herdsman, the owner or keeper of a herd of domesticated animals. 
All right, you guys got it. Let's continue. We are in, I'm going to pick up in verse two. And he roars from Zion and gives forth his voice from Yerushalayim. And the pastures of the shepherds shall mourn and the top of Carmel shall wither. Ajare, can you tell me what is the definition of wither? Nope. Let's go. Here's the definition of wither of a plant become dry and shrivel. So what does wither mean? You don't have to say of a plant. That's just what they have here in parentheses. But what does wither mean? To become dry and shriveled. You got it. All right. We're going to keep going. Verse 3, thus said Yahuwah, for three transgressions of Damascus, and for four I do not turn back, because they threshed Gilead with threshing, with threshing implements of iron. Threshing. I already know you guys don't know the definition of threshing, or do you? No. Try. So listen, it says, I do not turn back, because they threshed. Gilead with threshing implements of iron. Try, Ajare. Ajare said attack. What does thresh mean? Kind of like Okay. Let's Google it. Here's the definition of thresh. Separate grain from a plant, typically with a flail or by the action of a revolving mechanism. Okay, so when they go in... Think about um, the threshing floor, right? That's where they have like all the grain and stuff like that. And they're using a tool to kind of like separate and like rake it like that. Okay, so thresh. Let's see if they have another. Okay, so they threshed Gilead. You see, so you see the motion that I'm doing with my hand? They used iron, weapons, swords. They threshed. Don't stab me that. They, they, it was a, uh, it was an act of attack. All right. So the second, um, thing it says, okay, two variant spelling of thrash, a creature threshing in a net. All right, family. Let's do one more. Another definition for threshing to remove the seeds of crop plants by hitting them. There's the key right there. Okay. Right. And we were rooted in Gilead. We had our roots there. Our people had their roots there and they were driven out. They were attacked. Right. Y'all got it. All right. So it says to remove the seeds of crop plants by hitting them using either a machine or a hand tool. And what was the hand tool that they used? It says implements of iron swords. Let's keep going. But I shall send fire upon the house of Azazel, Hazael. Look, I'm thinking Azazel from the book of Enoch. Anyway, he said, but I shall send fire upon the house of Hazael, and it shall consume the palaces of Ben-Hadad. Verse 5, and I shall break the bar of Damascus. And here in the, in the TS 2009, 
it says Damasic. Damascus, D-A-M-M-E-S-E-Q, but we do understand that that's Damascus, right? And cut off the inhabitant from the valley of Awen. Now, this will read differently in a different translation, okay? So let's see here. This is verse 5 of Amos chapter 1. We're going to go to a different translation and see what it says. I'm going to go to the KJV. And it says from the plain of Avin. All right, A-V-E-N, and in the TS-2009, the translation that I really love is A-W-E-N, A-W-E-N. So let's go back now. Mm-hmm. So reading again in verse 5, And I shall break the bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitant from the valley of Awen, and the one who holds the scepter from Beth Eden. One who holds a scepter. Who holds a scepter? What type of person holds a scepter, children? Like a king. A king, right. Okay. From the one who holds the scepter. So that means from the one in charge, right? And the people of Aram shall go exiled to Kir, says Yahuwah. Thus says Yahuwah, for three transgressions of Ahaz and for four, I do not turn it back. Because they took into exile an entire exile to surrender it to Edom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we understand that the Edomites, the children of Esau, are against the children of Yahuwah, are against the bloodline of Yaakov. Okay. Verse 7. But I shall send fire upon the wall of Ahaz, and it shall consume its places, and I shall cut off the inhabitant of, from Ashdod. This whole book of Amos, all of the prophetic books were about judgment, family. I want you guys to understand that. It's letting us know through the mouth of the prophets what, uh, what will Yahuwah do to his enemies, what Yahuwah will do to those who sin against him. So the books of the prophets are full of warnings for Yahuwah's people and also for his enemies, right? Verse 8, And I shall cut off the inhabitant of Ashdod and the one who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. And I shall not, oh, I'm sorry, and I shall turn my hand against Ekron mm -hmm, and the remnant of the Philistines or the Philistines. The Palestine, right, shall perish, and says Master Yahuwah. So I'm going to read that again. And I shall cut off the inhabitant from Ashdod, and the one who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. And I shall turn my hand against Ekron, and the remnant of the Philistines shall perish said the master Yahuwah. Thus said master Yahuwah for three transgressions of sore and for four, I do not turn it back because they surrendered an entire exile to Edom and did not render the brotherly covenant. So right here, we hear that our own brother, that their own brothers were turning against them and surrendering them up to Edom. Mm -hmm. But I shall send fire Upon the wall of Zor, and shall consume its palaces. Thus said Yahuwah, for three transgressions of Edom, and for four I do not turn it back, 
because he pursued his brother with the sword and cast off all compassion and his displeasure tore incessantly and he kept his wrath forever. So why is it saying that Edom did this to his brother? Because Edom is Esau and Esau did this to Yaakov, to Yasharal. But I shall send fire upon Taman, and it shall consume the palaces of Batra. Thus said Yahweh, for three transgressions of the children of Ammon, and for four, I do not turn it back, because they ripped open the pregnant women in Gilead to enlarge their border. So I shall kindle a fire upon the wall of Rabbah. And it shall consume its palaces with a shout in the day of battle, with a storm in the day of the whirlwind. Whirlwind. That's another word that I want to point out to you guys. What's a whirlwind? Like, like a swirl, like a swirl, kind of like a tornado. I don't know. Okay, kind of like a tornado. Let's see. According to Britannica.com, Britannica Dictionary Definition of Whirlwind 1. A very strong wind that moves in a spinning or swirling motion and that can damage buildings, trees, etc. Alright, son. So you were very, very, very almost right and exact. Something like a tornado, a whirlwind. Alright, we're going to keep going. Verse 15. And their sovereign shall go into exile. He and his heads together, said Yahuwah. Concludes Amos chapter 1. Blessed be the reading of this word, for the word of Yahuwah Alahayim shall not return unto him void, it shall do exactly what he said it will do. Family, until next time, thank you so much for joining me and my babies in our time of homeschooling Bible study. Love you. Love you. Come on, say it again, family. For
best thing I've ever, ever done. Where's the best place to be? Come on, y'all. In his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather, rather be. Over and over again, I am. Falling in love with Yeshua. Falling in love with Yeshua. Falling in love with Yeshua is the best thing I've ever, ever done. Where's the best place to be? Say it again. Come on, y'all. In his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, never disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no you, but there's no place I'd rather 
the rather be. Yes. Hallelujah.